I'm channeling my, you know, of course, professionalism. Of course, of course. And I just <laughs> when when we start, I want to say something. Okay, let me know when we're starting. <laughs> oh, we're starting. I'm ready. Oh, we're, oh, we're ready. Well, okay. Ali, Ali, no, I saw Alex wheels turning. So for some wheels to turn. Alex, cool. We're starting now. I want to get this out the way. Yeah. <laughs> I want to start this off. If you came here to see us talk about. <laughs> Anything in specifics of what kind of what any of the K's are doing? <laughs> any of the K's are doing? Any of the K's are any doing? K's are you doing? come to the wrong place. <laughs> you came to the wrong place. <laughs> I'd have no take. I need to get off. Nope. I have no comments. No, no comments. questions. No nothing. We will not be discussing that here. <laughs> no habla English. No. <laughs> <laughs> no habla inglés. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> no habla like straight little baby. Straight little baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yo, for so real. Crazy. It's so um, yo. Hearing people talk about all, all weed, I'm just like, yo, I. But that's my real genuine sense. So I have no opinion because it's like. There's I'm, nothing you can say about any of this stuff that's going on. Yeah, and, it's it's it's, it's like, too much. It's, it's too I'm much. Not, it's, and it's in a, it's a mess, and yeah. all it's looking for is people to get caught up in it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like yo thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers to everyone involved. Well, that's it. Straight up, um, thoughts and prayers. W- welcome back, everybody. Boston Bro <laughs> Show, episode fifty something. We missed last week. I missed y'all last week. I missed hearing all the feedback from y'all. Um, but we had a busy week in our personal lives. And um, But we missed y'all and we're happy to be back. Um, we'll all be going through things in our personal lives. Shout out to Tom. You'll be all right, bro. Yo, shout out. Yo. Tom, you're going to be all right. Is that what you're we want to start? Be all right. Is that what we want to start? Tom, that's how, where, else can, where else can we start? All right. Tom, you're going to be all right. All right. Everything you're going through, all this means is now, Tom, you get to play until 50 years old, uninterrupted. All right, uninterrupted. No the, more distractions by those damn kids and your family. biggest hater is out of your life right now. Your biggest hater is out of your life right now. Um, all I know is all I'm gonna say about say now I'm gonna say, but one thing I would definitely want to say about this is is from my understanding, from what I read, she really pushed for the divorce, mm-hmm. and statistics say. When divorces are filed in the United States, seventy percent of the time it's the woman who petitions. Mm-hmm. All right. With that said, I just don't understand what was Tom doing that was so terrible, <laughs> atrocious, <laughs> unforgivable that you had to say, you know what? No, I'm divorcing this man. You know, you I don't know the answer. I'm just asking the question. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, that's really. Of course, like these are jokes. We know it's like that. I mean, it's like, yo, I don't know what was going on in their marriage, and this could have been happening before. It could have been. Well, of course, we jump to the fact that it's about football, and very, very well could have had a lot to do with it. But yeah. we know that it could have been a lot of other things. You know what I mean? And um, it's um, it's a tough situation. We want, we love Tom, you know, and we don't want him to go through that. But it's like, hey, that's a hard life. It's hard enough to be married. Period. Mm-hmm. Just period. Like a, a couple that gets along great and their their life schedules actually link up and they their family is a good unit and all that. It's tough for two people to remain um, a good couple 
even through the best of times, you know what I mean? Even with all the, when all the superlatives are, are, are correct. So when you add in the fact that these are two high profile people, I don't really, I don't really think any of those relationships have staying power because they're up against so much in the first place. So you know? good luck to all the power couples. You yes. Know. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Every every power couple, power couple, and mm -hmm. y'all can't see me, but I'm doing heavy quotations. <laughs> um, that to me is just like it's a partnership. Yeah. It's like a so it's, more it's business. A, yeah. It's a, yeah. It, and not to say that it is a stem from love. Yeah. Not to say, but at the end of the day, there's gonna come a point where. There's other factors beyond just your relationship and your love that impact your relationship. And business has a lot to do with it. And business will pull you in different directions. You know what I mean? And your business, meaning your job, and these two, two people are literally businesses within themselves, will pull them away. And if at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, if she left because of his work, then that means business got in the way, you know? And, um... So I could just, all, all of those power couples, I, I just, and we've seen it. I mean, yo, listen, if 50% of marriages end in divorce. It's like a how, 60%. Yeah. How many of those now are now, when you're the power couple, how many of those are, that's just probably like closer to 75, 80%, to be honest. And they will be remarried to somebody else yeah. very soon. And then we'll move on from in it. The same power couple stratosphere. Right. Because it's not like Giselle can just marry anybody or Tom can just marry anyone. They can, but it's like, even when I do think that, they always end up marrying somebody else that's high profile. Yeah. You know, that's just how it goes. Or someone yeah. that's like, they're not hiring somebody. Giselle is not marrying a dude that manages a target, bro. Like, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. But like, but like you say, I mean, point us to what you said, Jeremy, in the text. What? About Tom and what he could do. Like... What did you say? Jeremy was like, no, I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to put you on that. I'm not going to nah, put nah, you on that spot. When you said the thing about his new family, like he can make a new family. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Tom Crow's making a new family. Listen, I'm about to get to my real, you know, freaking mansplaining bag of bullshit here. Like, no, no, your real, um, your real um, invincible bag. My real, my real invincible bag. <laughs> think, Tom, think. <laughs> All right? <laughs> If I was Tom, and, it was, and it, let's hypothetically say it really came time, to, came time of the decision, okay, it's either my family or football, think Tom, think. <laughs> football has a real time stamp on it. Uh -huh. Football, you know, this is your, you're getting this opportunity in this moment. There will be no other opportunity like this ever for anybody again. Mm -hmm. An opportunity like this in this moment. To, con to continue to risk your life. To continue to risk your life and set <laughs> records that human beings care about. And knowing that human beings will be around forever, that means your records will be around forever. The record right? books, baby. Forget my family. Forget the family, all right? You, Tom, can always start a new one. Mm -hmm. You get another young supermodel wife. <laughs> You can have more babies with her. Uh -huh. And then the it's like, how old is his oldest kid? Like 15? Yeah, his oldest all kid, it takes like 15 his, more his, years. His oldest kid is, is officially his competition right now. <laughs> he's like 16 playing freshman, freshman football, watching his films, talking about how much he's thinking to himself, how much he hates his dad right. on his, in his Ray Lewis bag right now. Right. I'm about to break every one of his records. Which is appropriate. Shit, which is 100% appropriate for a male growing up. Mm -hmm. You're not really a man until you kill your father, right? <laughs> Nah, but, but for real though, it's like, look, and the reality of the situation is this isn't ideal. You want your marriage to work out and all that. Um, but 
despite it, this not being the most ideal situation, it isn't like you can't not redo because you can't replace the experiences you have with your children. You can't do that, right? But you can still have an experience. The, fi- the fact of the matter is, whether we like it or not, men, and especially men of that age, he's only 45 years old. Like, it, what, what, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's really like a um, a realization that, and that's that's patriarchy, ain't it, baby? Like that's really it. Like like so there men, is, there is some men, patriarchy that is freaking men really within nature. Of course, yeah, natural naturally when you when you when you put in the the natural fact that yes, he can still continue to have children yeah. for until the day he dies. Yeah. You 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 also add in the fact that he can he has enough money to do you know what I mean? Yeah. Tom Brady could legit start a whole new family. Isn't that he sick? Can start like, a whole harem like, if you like, want to, all right? He like, can start some sister wives like, if you really want to get into his bag. Oh, uh, all right, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> Baby steps. Just saying. Um, options. Yeah. Options. And it's it's really a, it's really a sick thing. It's like it's like not a sick thing, but it's the fact. It's the facts. Like at four, you seen Jay Z had his first kid at like forty. Like well, Pusha T had his mm. first kid at forty two. Mm. Like it's yeah. like this is like yes. Like a lot of men are starting their families at the yeah. at the age that Tom Brady is supposed to be retiring from his career. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's really it's really a wild thing when you really think about it. But that's that's the built in that's the built in patriarchy of it all. You know, like men can continue. Men can have can continue to have children until the day they die. Men can have as many, women can have a one kid a year. Men can have as many as he wants within a year. It's really like, and that's in that, of course, adds another layer to why I know Giselle wanted to get out of there. Mm. Like dog, she, she doesn't have the time that Tom has. Yeah. You know what I mean? She had to sacrifice her body, her career, et cetera, et cetera. So they can have a family, a family that he wanted. You know what I mean? Um, and now, now that things are over, you know, I mean, uh, whatever, man. I, I don't, the, the key thing is about this is I don't care. I really don't care. <laughs> yeah. I really yeah. don't care how like Tom Brady and Giselle yeah, bunch and end up. Yeah. It's just, you know. I, I just care more so from just a societal point of view. It's like, yo, if y'all if y'all at that level, y'all can't figure out a way to make a damn marriage work. Yeah, how do like, we? What? What? Yeah. <laughs> how do? How does everyone else? Yeah. Figure then what's this really the out? problem here? Because like that thing I said earlier about you know seven out of ten divorces are typically filed by the woman, mm-hmm. but the number one cause of divorce is financial issues, mm-hmm. right? So basically, the money's fucked up. Mm-hmm. We so our relationship's fucked up. And this ain't going to work. Yeah. Hence the whole business aspect of being married, right? right? Your finances are together. Everything is now together, mm-hmm. right? So for them at that level, it ain't the money, mm-hmm. right? So what? what is it? Yeah. You know, so from a society, I said like as a society for people who like aspire to be on that level and try to make right. those type of marriages yes. work. Yes. How do we make it work? Because you got to recognize that that isn't, that the money isn't the money. The most valuable thing is time. Yes. That's the most valuable thing. The, the money gives us time. Yeah. Most marriages may um, break up because of finances because we could not cut enough money to buy us time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you look at them, it's like you have the money. So the time is just a decision. Yeah. You know, 
And if you're Giselle, you're looking at this dude. And once again, and this is going with the, the idea that that like him, him going back to play football again was the, the main catalyst is this. It's like, yo, Tom, bro, like fam, you like you did that. You, you left your family so you could play the Panthers, bro. Like, but that's what so you can, I don't, I don't. <sighs> I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying he's wrong. Yeah. I'm just throwing out the questions yeah. about it because I can understand this. Because, like I said, when we talked about it before, like the the other side of that is, dog, you're wanting me to to. I'm only 45. Yeah. The beef about me, me, us getting divorced is the fact that I didn't retire from my job at 45. Yo, that's what it's like. It's, it's a privileged part of this it shit. It is a too. super privileged like, conversation. Yo, like- <laughs> it's a super privileged conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And who knows in terms of like the classism aspect of that shit too. Yes. Because even in that world, like Tom's looked at like a looked at as like a dumb jock. Right. Shit like that. You know, like, oh, he's an athlete. You know what I mean? Yeah, Versus, exactly. You know, I, you know, how many generations deep of whatever. Yeah. So it's just um those listeners and of course we don't know, so we're all just happen asking hypothetical questions here, but it just it does make you think just from a relationship point of view and a society and a societal point of view. Like, yo, damn, like y'all can't make it work. All right. I guess and Let's I try and to take whatever notes we, we can take from it. Yeah. And um I guess um to pivot to another uh terrible pr- marriage. Pri- yeah, terrible <laughs> <laughs> You have a terrible marriage. Oh, the marriage between, uh, we'll keep it in football, the marriage between uh, Mac Jones and the Patriots organization. You mean the infidelity taking place? Yeah. Within that relationship? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, what was it? Like, okay, you know, it's really... Is what Bill did the the equivalency of kicking your main girl out the bed? And calling it a side piece. <laughs> Yo. Is that I, the equivalency I, though? I don't, I guess. <laughs> I so guess. So Nah, man, what he did to Mac was just foul. Just foul. You don't. No, I, I fuck with it because <sighs> okay. I mess with it because like we asked in the group chat, like, yeah. Dog, and I said this two weeks ago, I love mess. Like, that couldn't have, that that sequence two weeks ago, because we didn't get to talk about it, couldn't have been better for me. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I loved the fact that they started Mac. I loved the fact that he got booed off the field. They throw in Bailey Zappi, and people would think, even I thought, that I would have loved how Bailey Zappi threw two touchdowns, Mm. all this stuff. Mm. But then when this when ba- when Zappy started playing poorly, and then at the end of the game, which we ended up getting blown out by the by the by the Bears at home, we were re- then we were finally left with the question of, I don't know if either of these guys are good. That made me feel even better. That made me even more excited. <laughs> I'm like, yes, this is the mess. Yes. (laughs) This is the mess I'm looking for. Not not, not a masochist. What's the word? You're you're a messiest. We got to come up with a new word just for you. 1,000%. You're basking in this. It's like, this is is one of my greatest fears. Uh Growing up, living in the era that we lived in of winning all these chips, we'll become spoiled, rotten bastards. Yes. Yes. And take more more pleasure on some King Joffrey shit. Yes. I just want to torture some shit or watch some shit. 
Yes. They're just they're court jesters to yeah. me now. Entertain me. Entertain me. Because if you're not gonna win a championship, I demand satisfaction. I demand for you to entertain me. And that's what I want from the Patriots. I want mess. I want controversy. I want this because I don't think Mac Jones is worth a damn. And I want the and I want the Patriots to know in just how I felt. Damn, I'm turning into a villain. Mm. Like mm. just like how. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. Because they thought that Mac Jones was going to be their knight in shining armor. So much so that they cut Cam Newton like a week before mm. the season even started. Because they thought that Mac Jones needed reassurance. I heard all the all the talking heads. We can't have Cam Newton backing up Mac Jones because that'll make Mac Jones feel uncomfortable. He can't Mac feel his body uncomfortable. Language right now is the best, huh? <laughs> Your body language right now. The oh arm no! Movement is yes. the best. Yo, listen. <laughs> Because I'm feeling it. I'm in the zone right now. Because there ain't nothing worse than when a Marcellus starts feeling righteous. You know what I mean? Don't let us start feeling right and righteous in our points. Then you're going to get all the mannerisms, all the cockiness, all the arrogance. And this is what you're getting right now. But they lied to us, man. They told us that Matt Jones was the one. Their picturesque savior. Mm. And I was watching him, and I watched him for a season and a half, and I said to myself, this kid is mid at best. Mm. He's mid at best. That's mm. why I didn't want to call him Mike, Mike Jones. He's Michael Jones until he had <laughs> proved me otherwise. And there were at points where I was like, maybe I need to walk this back. But he proved me right. He proved me right. And the, and the team is, is floundering mm. because of it. End of soliloquy. <laughs> Alec, your thoughts on this? Um, I don't really know. I was never really too sold on like Mac Jones. I was never like, <laughs> I don't know. He's a very like, we talked about it before on the pod. I was a very like kind of vanilla kind of quarterback, especially coming from someone like Cam, mm -hmm. who is very like, I don't know. Everything is just very like, especially because we have Matt Patricia obviously calling offense for this dude as well. Mm -hmm. Making plays for him. So it's just, I don't really know how to feel. I was never really too hype on Matt Jones to begin with. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, It's hard for me to really feel anything about this dude, to be honest. Him or Bailey Zappi. They're like the same person to me. So Dog, straight up. Honestly, it's really just, I don't know. The page after Tom left, I've I've not been like checked out of like pictures games, but like mm -hmm. you feel this it. is a safe space, I'm Alex. Just, you can I'm tell the truth. Speak your truth. I feel like a like a like a sailboat just going wherever the fucking right. the wind takes. Me. I was like, all right, whatever. Mac Jones, I right, cool, whatever. Right, cool. I'll come back in like five years and see like what's happening. So it's like, yeah, I'm just going with the tide, dog. Like, it's what I, feel, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. See guys, here I am trying to fake muster and trying yeah. to get all excited about this shit. Yeah. And that's why Ali just told the truth right there. Like my opinion about this is the only the only thing I'm passionate about is I don't like the vi you hate to see it. You hate to see it. I didn't like having to sit through that. Yeah. And watch because I watched it live. <laughs> and I said to myself, Bill, don't pull this kid. <laughs> you don't have the right to pull him. <laughs> oh, he you don't doesn't. have the right you to don't pull have him. The right. You don't have the right to pull him. Because I'm really on, because uh, like, I'm team Mac Jones strictly like, from a, like, strictly from a, you're a young dude, you're a young QB, I just want to see you be successful. 
And I see that you have real talent to me. But the system he's in, I've said this numerous times on, on, on this, right? Mm-hmm. The system is not helping him. No. It's actually doing him a disservice. It is, it is. And what Bill did to him potentially could fuck with his mentality for the rest of his career, right? right? And if it does... I'll pivot back to my original point when I when I when my original my my original dislike about him was his body language last year after one of our losses, pouting too much, mm-hmm. literally sitting on the bench while everybody else was walking off the field. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. It to me was a sign of weakness mm-hmm. that I don't like seeing in my QB in particularly. Mm-hmm. Right. So if by Bill doing that to him, pulling him out of the game the way he did, fucks with his mentality that he can't play no more, then well, then you really didn't belong in this league to begin with, mm-hmm. right? But even if it doesn't, it's just not right. You shouldn't be pulled that way. You're starting the game. Go with the flow. And what's and what annoyed me the most about it, because we got to see him play after that incident, right? Because we haven't recorded since, mm. right? Yes. And the game he played where we won, watch that whole game. He basically played the exact same game he played in the, the previous week. Mm-hmm. Through a pick. Through yeah. multiple interceptions, those one interception that got that got yeah, uh, that called pick back, six, that, that got called back yeah. by that phantom the referees. Like, I'm gonna let me let me save your career. Yeah, let, yo, cause let yo, me save your yo, career. Yo, he did, <laughs> he did, he did. I'm sure the referee walked up to the to the defensive line and said, "Yo, I owe you one, bro." Yep. But I gotta say this kid's career yeah. because Bell's tripping right now, and yeah. we ain't never gonna see this kid <laughs> again. He ain't never gonna see this kid again. You gonna send him right back to Alabama? Yo. <laughs> Yo. So right back to Alabama, but talk yeah, about I'm, Nick Saban. I'm, we I'm, need to talk. I'm 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 Team Mac because I've seen what Team Bill does to QBs. Bill doesn't like offense, bro. He don't. Bill 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 but is he be, but Bill's like the Matt. Well, not but Matt. But my Ryan. beef is my beef is is why is it? And I don't have an answer for it. Mm-hmm. And some people you ain't got the answers. I ain't got the answers. Like. Why does Bailey Zappi look so much more comfortable in that offense? Why does he look? Why is he finding receivers that 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 Mac Jones can't? Why is he throwing more confidently? Why does the the players look? I feels like every time he slings it, everyone's making plays. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. like they get up to play with him. As far as Bailey Zappi goes, I think he's still got the the. You know, the, the the aside from you know right, being got no the film on the thing, up, yeah. but it's the that the I got nothing to lose. I'm playing with house money. Mm. I'm sure it's added to his attitude, but I don't know enough about okay. his history. I heard he scored very well in the Wonder Lick, whatever the hell that means for for their you know. <laughs> Yo, <Allie. laughs> yeah, I don't. The, uh, Wonder Lick exam. He scored high on that, mm. but he he doesn't really go through a lot of different reads though. You can't go through all your reads when you get rid of the ball as fast as he gets rid of it. He's going to his first read immediately, and but he's also um, throwing it to his first underneath route immediately as well. So even if that first read is, you know, post, left side, slant, right side, I feel like when he draws back, he's looking for the closest player to him because he doesn't climb the ladder that much mm-hmm. in the offense as well. But if that first read is to go deep, He's just going to throw the ball deep and, and give guys connections. And to your point about like, why does it look like guys are more energized? Because he's spreading the ball out to everybody. Mm-hmm. Every he, he moves the ball to everybody. When Mac Jones is on the Mac field, Jones doesn't do when that. Mac Jones is on the field, Devontae Parker doesn't play for this team. Mm. John o. Smith doesn't play for this team. Like, like it's 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 Hunter Henry. It's Hunter Henry, um, not Kendrick Bourne. Um, 
Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Jo- Jacoby Myers getting thrown into trouble. Like, yeah, exactly. Zappy hits him in stride. Yo, it's it's really, and, and that's the problem. The biggest problem is, is like, Mac Jones, you were the first round pick. There should not be a, co- a competition between you and Bailey Zappy. There shouldn't be one, but you allowed one, you know? And like, it's, it's you know me, I want a dynamic quarterback. I need you to be to have to be able to throw the ball, but you need to be a, as dynamic. And I'm not asking you to be um, Lamar Jackson. I'm not asking you to be Patrick Mahomes. I'm asking you to be Josh Allen. I'm asking you to be Aaron Rodgers. Not Aaron Rodgers in a sense of I want you to have that throwing ability, but you need to be dynamic. You need to be able to move. You need to be able to run a little bit. And when you run, when you slide, don't kick your foot up to kick somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having everybody call you dirty. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, man, I, listen, my last thing on, on Mac Jones is like, listen, I seen all these people and that was my only beef is after the game is people like doing this thing, yo, like trying to create like this martyrdom around Mac Jones. Like, Ugh. like, like how dare they boo Mac Jones? How, but how, how could we boo Mac Jones? He's going to remember that how we need to stand by acting like Mac Jones is like some victim. Yo, listen, this is football, bro. We saw Bill. We saw, we saw we're for, we were birthed from the ashes <laughs> of watching Drew Bledsoe get his <laughs> clock cleaned. <laughs> And then Tom Brady stepping up into that spot, and we never saw. Well, we did see Drew Bledsoe under 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 center again in the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. But after that, we went back. Bill Bill Belichick went back to Tom Brady, yeah. even though um, yeah. um, Drew Bledsoe won that yeah. won that game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, listen, Mac Jones is only owed an opportunity. Yeah. That's the only thing he's owed. He's owed an opportunity, and he's owned. Uh, he's owed a goddamn a real offensive coordinator. He ha- he doesn't have that. That's why, believe it or not, I'm holding punches. Yeah. Oh, you are. I um, believe it. Because <laughs> I said it when we first started before the season started. It's like I can't fully assess Mac Jones because I know he doesn't have a full a real offensive coordinator. But the thing that has messed up that idea is Bailey Zappi and how Bailey Zappi has looked. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Um, but that's it, man. In two, in two games, in two games, with no defense, even no probably know his name when he comes on out on, onto uh, that field, right? Because when we say like there's no film on Zappy, like that really, 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 really matters. Yeah, you know, like like don't don't not not to you in particular. I'm just saying like people like don't underestimate. Yeah, these guys might be professionals, but if but if a player comes into the field, they'll really ask you who the hell's that? What's his name? Mm-hmm. What oh he's he's like I remember watching this uh video of um uh who's that wide receiver for the Giants back in the day, early two thousands, Victor Cruz. Mm-hmm. Right? He checked into a game and the defensive coordinators and the head coach were um were talking to each other like, yo, who's that? Mm-hmm. I hope he's not a receiver, I hope he doesn't catch. I really don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know who Victor Cruz was right. checking into a game. Yeah. So you think the players knew who the hell he was? So Zappy, yeah, I'll give you kudos, but I've seen this before from rookies. Mm-hmm. Come in, no one has any film on you. You look like you balling. Get some hype up, and then motherfuckers get film. Because you have to learn to make adjustments. They adjust to you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, because the so. main the, the main beef is and and why people are having this love affair is because it's like how you just described, right? We saw there was a little bit of that of last year, Mac Jones too. Yeah. Like they didn't they don't have a tape on Mac Jones. Did he make the Pro Bowl or was he? He did make the Pro Bowl because someone no. was injured. He, um, I think he got in because somebody was injured, but I mean okay. he was next in line. Yeah. And um yeah. 
and he broke all these rookie records yeah. and, and all this. We're going into the season, but then it's like you look like you regress. And it's, it's one thing if you're not if you're not comfortable with the offense of this, that, and the third. The one cardinal mistake you cannot make in a Bill Belichick run team is turn the ball over. Yeah. And you are turning there's the no ball over. For that. There's yeah, you, no excuse like, for that. Yeah, like in that pick six, yeah. it was like who was he throwing yeah. to? Yeah. In the <laughs> flats. I felt so sorry for him when yo, I saw it. Yo. I was like, oh my goodness. Like I said, oh, you saw his career. I hated to see what I saw. Yeah, you saw his career is what you saw. Like ghosts when the ghosts it, it, took when, he got, when he got pulled out the game, then when he threw that pick, I was like, because it was like, Bill has to pull him out. Yeah, he has to. Because like, he's already set the standard. Yes. Right? But now, if he if and when he pulls him out, he's going to say, no, Zap is a starter now. Because yep. there's no letting this guy start again after this. Yeah. Right? Um, but you know the the penalty we'll never know. Yeah. But you know we'll we'll see how the season turns out. But we'll never know that referee saved his saved his career. Right. Saved his career. And speaking about saving careers, we cannot save Steve Nash's career. <laughs> Steve Nash is out Didn't as coach saving. as coach of the Brooklyn Nets, and you know. He deserved it, dog. He's yeah. trash. He's yeah. a trash coach. Yeah. He's a trash. I know there's a whole lot of things going on with the Brooklyn Nets, and we know. But even when that team hit their three iterations of this team, whether it was the Kyrie Irving Nets, the when KVD wasn't there, when KD arrived, when James Harden arrived, when James Harden left, and Bill and Ben Simmons replaced, they've been trash. They've been underwhelming. They have been an incredible disappointment. And Steve Nash, like literally, all they need him to do is call a timeout from here and then he can't do that. <laughs> Nigga, people will be saying like, yo, Steve Nash just be watching the game just like us. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and he needed to go. And I know that, and and I what I said to y'all before is like he, with with all this stuff with Kyrie going on, he was able to kind of sneak out the back door mm. under like the cloak of that controversy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that isn't the story. The story is all the things that have gone on with Kyrie and um, his, his like poor performance as a coach um, isn't cause, cause especially based off of what we were told about him. Mm. You know what I mean? He came into being the coach of the Nets with zero coaching experience. Yeah. Zero. They told me that he he was going to be a player's coach. He understands the game. This is who Kyrie and KD won and all this other stuff. And they could, and he could not get them together at all. He commanded zero respect from that team at all. We can't just put it all on, on like, no, he's culpable in this a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But people want to, like, protect him for some reason well, because— let me ask you this. Is he culpable to a point where he doesn't, he shouldn't get another opportunity to coach? Or, and if he does, he, he should start on, on the bench somewhere? He should start on the bench or, somewhere. Or no, he, he, he should get the opportunity to be a head coach somewhere. He should start on the bench somewhere. He should start on the bench like every other NBA player has had to. But the privilege. You know? It's, I, I Just seen the him. athlete privilege yeah. I'm talking. Because like, we've seen, seen him. it before with Jason Kidd. He mm -hmm. was, he... Walked out of playing to coaching. Yep, right on the bucks, and then yeah. just see how that exploded. But then, but then True. he had to. Then he had to go back, become an assistant under Frank Vogel, mm -hmm. and then earn that job in Dallas. And look at the job that he's doing in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Steve Nash should have never been hired with no experience. Yeah. 
And the player that's going to, and, and, and we're, of course, we're going to pivot to the Ime Udoka thing, not deep into it, but we're going to pivot into the Ime Udoka thing. Ime Udoka, he's being replaced by someone who was his assistant. Ime Udoka had to be the assistant to Steve Nash. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane. So, so things making me sick. <laughs> but... Yeah, but Steve, enough with Steve Nash. I know I see Nash. The real media be the issue here. <laughs> the, uh, go ahead. No, yeah, the real media issue here is now Ime Udoka has been named as the front runner to land the job in I thought, Brooklyn. I thought it was reported yesterday he actually got it. Like, like last I mean, it's, night not, it's official, but they ain't trying to make it official yet. Oh, okay, okay. You okay. know what I mean? We say but it ain't so, official so yet. So at the point, it's he leading is candidate. The leading candidate. Yeah. How does that make y'all feel? It makes me feel like I need to know more answers about what happened with Ime here. Because it's like Celtics, okay, he's bad enough to suspend but not outright fire him. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't fit the culture here, but he will still fit the culture someplace else in the NBA. So what, it's, what are the nuances to what actually happened here as far as cultural-wise? Yeah, and outside of you know the baseline information we know in terms of the inappropriate relationship with the staff member, and so to go from no, no, we're not just going to suspend him. We're going to trade him to another team or let him go, or let him walk. You know the thing is, yeah. You know the thing is about it is like for me, it's and not. And he's going to the ops, right? That's and you the, hate that's, to see him go to the ops. That's the thing. Which is ultimately what I'm really upset. Exactly. About. That's what. That's he's why he's going to the ops, that, bro. That's of a, all places. That's that's what. That is exactly what it is. It's like, I don't, I don't need to know what went on. I don't care about what went on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course I care because I don't want, we, like we all agreed, we don't want Ime Udoka being the coach of the Celtics. Yeah. We are done. We do yeah. not want him back. Yeah. We don't want, like for what he did, what he's, what he's accused of, what the team did let out, dog, he is not the example. He is not the coach of the Celtics. I don't want him any part of the Celtics. My thing is, is okay. But if we are going to not fire him, if we are now are going to allow him, allow another team to um, speak with him to potentially be that coach, I just have two stipulations. Number one, we need compensation. Because whether we like it or not, Ime Udoka, he's under contract and he's valuable. Yeah. So if we're going to have them under contract and we're going to allow this, we're going to need compensation for this. Whether it's a draft pick, whether it's a player, this needs to be a trade. Number two, we are absolutely not going to let him go to our rivals. Mm. Why would we then, why would we empower our rivals in exchange for what? Honor? Honor and virtue, that's where we're getting in return because we're able to say that we're able to say that that, oh, he's not the coach of our team. And because we have our values and morals. And of course, that is that is awesome. I I want us to stand up for that. But if our values and morals were that important, we should have fired him from the jump, completely cut ties with him. But now, since we haven't. We're stuck here having to answer these questions. We're stuck, stuck in a position as fans to have to see them now empower our arrival of ours, a potential contender with, of with, ours. With, with exactly what our 
rivals need. Need a, a defensive coach, coach. A defensive-minded head coach who will command their respect. And you guys saw the article. Did you guys read the article I sent y'all when they asked Marcus? No, no, no. Uh, no, I don't think I read it. Well, let me let me let me let me just read. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say what he said because I want I'm I want sure. it to be clear because it was sure. more because I want y'all to read that article because I just want y'all to know it was more. Of course, I want y'all to read the lines. Uh, yeah. it's not read between the lines. Please. There's nothing to read between. It's very you know what I mean. It's it's very much like flat out. So this is what what Marcus Moore had to say. Yudok Ime's name got slandered, slandered and slaughtered, and he's and he'll it, in. Ime's name got slandered and slaughtered, it, and it was, he'll probably never coach again, Smart said. And a couple of months later now, he's possibly going to be the coach of one of our biggest rivals. It's tough. It makes no sense, mm. but we can't control that. We have to control what we can, and I love the team here. I love the coaching staff, and I love Joe, as in Joe Missoula. That was one part of what of, of the um, things that, that um, Marcus Smart said. Um but as I pull this up, what do you guys have to say to that? It's, it's, I share, I agree with him 100% in terms of his point of view, you know, because it's like, I'm just left with a bunch of questions here. So is he or is he not good enough to coach for this organization? And if he's not, why not? What actually transpired here that was so atrocious that, that you're willing to even have this discussion regarding letting him go coach one of your biggest rivals. And, uh, and, and, the, and the key part of all of this is the fact that you did not fire him outright. You just, quote unquote, suspended him. Well, not quote unquote, you did suspend him. You just suspended him. Like, like it's just, it just, unless you come out and say, well, it was strictly a business move. Because this is what all the signs are pointing to at the, right now. Okay, it was strictly a business move of why they decided Legalities. to suspend him versus just firing him outright. Because they did want to hold on to him as an asset to potentially trade him down the road or whatever. Because who knows? But right, because this is because that's and the if that's the case, mm -hmm. you lose the moral high ground. Exactly. Ex that like you claim either to way, be all choked up. Either about. way, they're trying to gain moral high ground by saying that they're not going to accept. They don't want any compensation, right? But at the same time, the but the reason why you didn't fire him outright was because of money, because you didn't want to pay him. So what you're saying is, is that on one end. If you want to take a stand, and I said this at the beginning, you want to take a stand against workplace harassment and all these things, and as you absolutely should, and we stand behind that, but you can't, you have to be willing to do that without, at the same mouth saying, yeah, but we just don't want to lose $10 million. Yeah, it has to be at your expense. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, like, like what? Yeah. But oh, but no, but but when we let him go, we're not going to take any compensation for it. <laughs> like, what are we talking? Like, are we? Are we? Like, am I going crazy? No, no. This is this also saying like it's 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 ins it's really it's really it doesn't wild make to me. sense. Check, let me ask you. Yes. you look at the whole situation right. Does this make sense? To it you? doesn't make sense. That's it. It doesn't. It doesn't make, make sense. sense. And, and when it doesn't make sense to a general human being, that leads to issues. People like us, nah, nah. Because that means we're already going to have questions. The type of questions we're going to be asking, 
Come like, on. Like, okay, so this is another this is another thing from the article. Smart is frustrated about th- that the organization shared just sparse details about Yudoka's situation with the players. When they were told Yudoka would be suspended a year, they believed that time. Yes. Yes. So, yo, like, so. Brad's fucking this up. Y- yo, but. <laughs> Brad's messing this up, bro. Yes. He's doing it. He's managing this. Poorly. You're, I didn't mean to curse. He's managing this poorly. And my thing is, right, once again, once again, why is Marcus Smart being asked this question? Because the team is managing this poorly. So Marcus Smart and the players have to answer for answer not only for Ime Yudoka's oh actions. Yo, 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 I'm about to get off flashes, bro. They yo, they this not is only all yo, yo, yeah, it's all coming, on, right? Man. Yeah, it's we all coming. Get to take off yet, like, bro. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Let me let me <laughs> go get ahead, go let ahead, me go ahead. <laughs> let me get this one out. So Marcus Smart and, hot. So Marcus Smart and the players have to answer for not only Ime Yudoka's actions. Mm. They also have to answer for mm. the Celtics organization's inactions mm. and potential actions yeah. going forward. Yeah. And they have displayed our, our worst fear was that they don't know what happened. And fine, they don't need to know what happens. That's fine. I, they, I don't, I don't no, 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 let me finish. Yeah. They don't have to know what happens, but you know what they do need to know? Mm. They need to know the what w- w- they need to know what was going to happen to Ime. They needed to know that it's delicate so we can't tell you, but they, but also what we're going to be doing going forward. Yeah, they have to know the plan. Like, yes. Exactly. Yes. They can't be in the dark. Exactly. They don't know the plan at all. Because if Brad they knew from know jump, if they knew from jump that, yo, listen, this is a suspension, but from what from but from us, he's not going to be back. Mm-hmm. He is going to, he is legally, we cannot tell you why, but if another team, if another team, we're gonna let him go. If another team wants to swoop in and take them, take them. But if, and if they told them that, yeah. the team would re- probably respond like, okay, I respect that, yeah. but are you going to make sure that he doesn't land at like something like yeah. our rivals? Yeah. yeah, That's the type of, that's yeah. the only type of open dialogue that they needed. We, but the Celtics as an organization did not do any of that. If, this is just another layer of that, right? People got to understand something. Players talk about this when they have beef with organizations all the time because how organizations treat them like cattle. Like they have no rights. They don't get to know what's happening around them, mm-hmm. right? So unfortunately, this is par for the course. But you want them business. to carry the you want but them you want to carry the goddamn water for you. Exactly. But you leave them completely in the dark. Exactly. And it's even weirder too because it's kind of ironic that the when it was like the whole KD thing and, and Jalen Brown thing. Yes. How it was like the rumors about like obviously I guess there was rumors that we were going to trade Jalen Brown to somebody else for, for Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And then that's where email lands at. So I feel yeah. like from JB's perspective, he's also right. kind of like even more so kind of like, I don't know, feeling the type of way about this. Cause Jalen posted, like, Jalen posted it last night. Yeah. Cause it was news to him on his, on his, that's how, and I this is his way of saying, this is how I got the news. And this, and you, and, and, and they found out. And, and even when Jason said in the, in the, in the media day, I found out with the rest of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, and you want to hear Jalen's quote from this. And everyone tried to say that Jalen Brown had mad beef, had mad beef with, with Ime Udoka. He didn't like Ime Udoka, et cetera, oh, et cetera, right? Let's hear Jalen Brown's quote. Celtics forward Jalen Brown said it would have been awesome if Udoka would, had been able to return to the Celtics next season and that it sucks that he will not be back. But most of all, he's pleased that Udoka will be getting will get another chance. And here's, and here's the, the direct quote. I'm just happy to see a black head coach end up back on his feet, Brown said, because I've seen situations where something like this might have not been the case. Out of quote, Yudoka has been forbidden from communicating with the Celtics during his suspension, and Smart said it's been difficult because the players still consider him a friend. He said he, when he next speaks to Yudoka, he'll congratulate him. Marcus Smart, quote, we obviously thought he'd be back, but obviously the team and the organization felt differently, Smart said. Unfortunately, that's the business side of it, and we have to deal with it. Yeah. Now... And this is the extended quote in the last quote from Marcus Smart. Now he's possibly going to have, going to take a job right down the street from us and be coaching the same guys we were trying to beat to get to where we were last year. End of quote. Yeah, it's a really weird situation going on. Like, and, and it's just like just just from a psychological player point of view, how do you not feel like your this organization isn't trying to set you up for failure though? Yo. It's it's almost I don't know that, like everything leading up to this you because you have a shaking argument for that right mm -hmm. but the moment you hear no but the coach you love the coach that got you to where to the precipice of where you guys wanted to be right he's gone now and he's gonna be coaching your ops it's like it's like it's like it's like a it's like parents getting divorced and the kid is sitting there like is it was it my fault no yeah like because no. you you're not just not telling him it but you were gonna say something Alec. <laughs> No, I was just going to say, like, because Jeremy was saying, like, it feels like the team might be setting us up for failure, but, like, it feels like these past couple years has just always just been something. Something. Like, ever since the Isaiah Thomas trade, yeah, it's been just one thing after another, after another, after another, after another. And it's like, I don't know. Just it, it surely feels that way. Yeah. It's like everything, right? Everything that's been set in motion, right? It's like everything. And, and granted, once again, this is Ime's fault. You know what I mean? This right here is Ime's fault. All of this. Yeah. It's he's the catalyst. And then the Celtics as an organization are fumbling it. Yeah. Um, everything that was been set in, in order has been constantly like been undermined. Mm -hmm. It's been undermined consistently by like the actions or inactions of players that are not named Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart. Yeah. You know, just, oh man! And this is what leads to this is what. And at the end of the article, Mark, Marcus and Jalen both both express like their happiness with playing with this team and their happiness to having Joe Missoula and things like that. And it's like, dog, we love we love Joe, we and we love Ime. Like this isn't like some like picking sides thing, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like this is how you lose yes. Jalen Brown. Yes. yes, this is how you lose Jason Tatum. Yep. Yep. This is 1,000% how you lose them. Because in the end, like I said, I'm not defending Ime. I don't want him to coach this team. I don't want any of that. But if you as a Celtic organization went through lengths to suspend Ime Udoka to allow... And to allow the stories to run rampant of all the things that he did or didn't do, right? And then... 
and I'm talking from a player perspective. I'm not talking from my perspective. I'm talking from a player perspective. You allow the media to do this, and then you and then you lie to us and say, no, he's just going to get suspended for this year. He will be back next year. You lie to us, the players, and then you let the media run wild, and then you then employ, you empower our rivals yeah. through it all. But I think I could be wrong, mm -hmm. but I thought that like when the email shit first kicked off, when you had first got suspended, I think it was Woj put out like his own article where it said like he's suspended for a year. Yeah. But um, they, I think in the article, it said like it's unlikely that he's going to come back for the Celtics, but he might be able to explore like other options. Yeah. No, they said that. Yeah, no, right. that's definitely them. But that's not what the players were told. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's what this article shows me. Yeah. Because that's the question we had. Yeah. Like, what were the players told? Do yeah. the players know more than we do? Yeah. Do this, that, and the third? And, and the answer to that question is, no, they do no, not. they yeah. don't. No, they do no, not. They and they were told that, no, he's just going to be suspended for the year. Yeah. And it's okay, fine. Maybe, maybe you told. Maybe at the beginning you thought like he's, things are moving fast. He's going to be suspended for the year. Maybe we'll revisit at the end of the year, right? That's fine. That's something you have to you have to you have to swallow as the players. Cool. But then now you empower our rivals because we believe he's a great coach. Mm -hmm. We believe he's a better coach than than the Nets had. You as a Celtics organization, the whole world thinks it, and so do the players. But not only that, the extra smack in the face is you're sitting on this high horse of not wanting any compensation for it. Hmm. What type of Ned Stark organization is this, yo? <laughs> I, and you know what happened in Ned Stark? <laughs> I am officially putting Brad Stevens on notice as an executive. Now. Yo. This conversation has opened my eyes to a lot of things and perspectives regarding this whole situation. I do not like how the fuck is being handled. As a fan, it really, really, really irritates me. And that isn't on some, I want, you know, us to find a way to have him stay with us as a coach. No, I don't want him coaching us either because at this point, bro, you're just a liability. And I don't want that type of energy, mm -hmm. right? However, the organization, from a fan point of view, again, it's like, I pay you with my attention. I pay you with my money, mm -hmm. right? I don't like the product. I don't like the product that I'm being given right now. It's a shaky product. Mm -hmm. Straight up. And, and and it's just this is what separates organizations across the spectrum, right? How they treat their players. Is your owner approachable? Are you kept in the loop? Of course, you may not have a say. Yeah, you, have you a don't say really have a right to a say because yeah. you don't. You're not part of the organization in terms of operations, right? You're you're. They're talking you're, about as a player. As a player, you're still the employee. They set the rules, they set the standards, and you follow it as an employee, right? And there's levels to that in terms of how much say you you can get depending on the position you're in, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But baseline. Right, there should be a level of communication in terms of you have the right as a player to be kept in the loop, yeah, like as far as what's happening every Monday or here. something. What's the board? Yeah, what's the board? Yeah. What's the, what's the, what's the, what happened? Yeah. What or at least that relates like, to my job, yeah, yeah. or the coach, or yeah, the guy who's tell who sets the game plan, who you told the to the guy who you told to trust, the yeah. guy to lead us in the battle, etc., etc., who's proven like hey, he has what it takes to get us pretty close to and we, we finally feel like we're doing the right, like we're yeah. finally getting it yeah. together through all the nonsense, all the injuries, all the now everything. Now these are self-inflicted wounds. 
Starting with Ime. Starting don't with get, don't get me wrong. Of course. But Ime aside. But now you're um, losing the trust of the players yeah. that you handled this That's 100% on the organization. Yes. 100% on them. And this is literally, hey, we have a meeting, you guys. You could have easily said. You could have easily said, like, yo, yo. Like we said. Ime's a wild boy. Ime's wildin'. I can't oh. tell you. I cannot tell yeah, you. Yeah, we get what, it. Right, dog. Say less. Because now we don't even want to know. Dog. Because that's what it is. Let's be real. Dog. These players, they're probably like, you know, I don't even want to know. But I appreciate you coming to me. Yo. Got him with the, uh, he's a wild boy. All right. Yo. Say Ime's less. Say wild, less, Yo. Ime's wildin', less, bro. Brad. We get it. He's wildin'. We get it. Well, he, Ime's wildin'. He left us open for huge lawsuits, huge type of, all types Come of on. scandals, all this type Come of stuff. We messed. open for all types of surprise parties. Dog. All types of stuff. Bro, we can't have him. He's toxic. We cannot have him around. Everyone from top to bottom in the Celtics team would have been like, eat it. Cool. Got it. But no, y'all played it differently. Y'all played it like a big secret. Y'all played it like this is some some information that y'all can't be privy to because y'all are the players and we're the organization. Well, guess what? Guess what? You about to lose all of them. Then you have nothing. Then you'll become a joke of an organization. Oh, Come on, dog. Come on, dog. If the Celtics had fired Ime Udoka from jump the way they should have, the players would never be put in the position to have to answer these kind of questions. Because you wanted to save $10 million. Okay, save $10 million. Save that $10 million and try to throw it on Jalen Brown's contract when the fucking (laughs) Miami Heat offer him $300 million. Throw it on there. I'm done with this. I'm done with this topic. I'm sorry. No. I'm done with this. Um, It's it's ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous in terms of like how they're just handling it. And, and, And to me, the most absurd part about it is they have an organization for all intents and purposes, like the Patriots, I think a turn to be like, oh, how do they handle this stuff with the media and, and, and handling, you know, situations? You think they got the gall, or although not, not the gall, the common sense, and let's pick up the phone and reach out. You know what? Next time Rob comes, Robert Kraft comes to one of our games, we're going to see if we can schedule a meeting between his execs and ours so we can figure out how to straight things out culture-wise. The New England Patriots starting tight end <laughs> murdered someone. <laughs> he murdered someone, and the Patriots handled that better than this Ime Udoka situation. Brock's family handled the situation better than the Celtics handled the, the situation. You guys see the interview of, of Grog being interviewed, his whole family being interviewed, and, they, and the interviewer tries to ask him about... Um, Aaron Hernandez? Aaron Hernandez. No. And, and Grog's like, nah, nah, we're not going to talk about that. Then the interviewer has the unmitigated gall to try to ask Grog's father. Oh. And then Grog stands up. His father's like, yo, same thing like, yo, we ain't really trying to answer that. Mm-hmm. No comment. That. And then Grog stands up like, yo, interview's over. Mm. And then the interview reviewer was finally, okay, okay, we'll change topics. We'll change. I'm like, yo, you are you, are you, out, of your, are you out of your skull? Like, you kidding me? But that's, that's, that's the real Patriot way. On and off the field, bro. My family's hip to the game. Dog, you crazy? Nah, it's ridiculous. Are you crazy? The they're handling it. This is, this has, this is starting to smell and look like Oklahoma City. It's starting to smell and look like Oklahoma City. What do you mean? In terms of this 
plethora of talent that's on this team. And we ain't get nothing out of it because of terrible management. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible management. Yeah. And Sam Preston still has a job, doesn't he? Yeah. He sure does. And they're trying to call, they're calling him a savant. <laughs> Please. Anyways. For drafting um, three MVPs and not winning a single the, the, championship or re-signing. Did any of them sign it after their rookie deal? Um, the KD signed Of course, after they rookie, everyone re-signs after their rookie deal. Okay, but okay, that, yeah. the, the next deal. The next deal. The next no. deal, no. Yeah, because for um, various reasons. Well, no, rusted, rusted. Um, yeah, 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 you did. Last after thing, everybody last, thing last thing about, I, I had to throw this in there. Last thing about the NBA. How do you, how do you feel about how Bobo has been playing? Bobo, I haven't been tracking you at all. Oh, I, I heard he was Bobo has been balling. Yeah. Oh, really? Bobo has been balling. Mm. He better be. Bobo's balling. The dude's balling. The dude we had for a week. Oh, man. For nothing. Anyways, on to, <laughs> on to real life shit. I, that's the last topic I wanted to talk More about. More management issues. All um, right. I guess I would say, like, last thing. Shout out to Taco Fall. He's dominating the CBL right now. Yeah, yeah. In China, they yeah. don't know what to do. They don't know what to uh, do with the guard. Um, but yeah, um, on to more somber news. I guess we'll, we'll end with this is um, rest in peace to take off. Mm. I. Um, you you ever get numb by this? Um, I thought I was numb until I heard this. I definitely am for sure. Like I remember I, when I first uh -huh. seen the news on Twitter, I think it was. Mm -hmm. uh, I literally just looked on my phone, blank face, no real emotion, mm -hmm. and then I just kept scrolling. Yo, dogs, like dog happened. Yep, and I was like, because. Yeah, and I, and I noticed when I did that. Yep, yep. And I, I didn't really yeah. feel like my day just kept going. Uh, I went back. I bought, I forget what time it was when I saw that. I, I want to say it was like sometime at like, like 12 a.m. or something like that. I could be wrong. Um, But yeah, whenever I saw it, I was laying in bed, and I didn't really feel nothing. I just, the day went on. Everything was normal for me. Right. And yeah, that's not really a good thing so yes yeah. yes yeah. no i i am i was i was very similar mm -hmm. in my in my um the way i found out was was poor in a sense of like it was a real state of things it real like it really when i when I, after i found out just like you you had a moment to like reflect yeah. in that moment of how you felt and what just happened mm -hmm. right i wake up in the morning all I'm seeing on Twitter, and this is like 8.30, 8, 8, 8 a.m., um, all I see on Twitter is over a dice game. Yo, this, oh my God. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Like, I'm like, okay. And then I, as I'm scrolling, trying to figure it out, I'm, I'm, I'm collecting things. And I'm like, okay, somebody's died. Yeah. Okay, a rapper has died. And, but I'm still not seeing anything. Now my timeline. And then, because I have TMZ blocked on Twitter. And like, but you know when you have someone blocked on Twitter, you can still see it if you click the link. Yeah. You know what I mean? So as I'm doing, I'm like, oh, you know, you go through, okay, a rapper died. So in your head, you just start like- Just rattling off. Just rattling off. Not rappers you think died, but just, you're, it's like a Rolodex of rappers in your head. Yeah. It's yeah. like a fucking yeah. game show yeah. of rappers in my head. And I click the link. And then when that shit came to go across the, the, the screen, I was just like, oh, exit out of it and started and just like started moving on Yeah, and started like thinking. And it's not like I didn't think about it. I was thinking about it and I was just like, 
I wasn't. I, it didn't absorb to me that uh, that takeoff had died. The thing I was thinking about was the process of how I just went through like a game show to figure out that takeoff from the fucking Migos mm. was just murdered. Yeah. It's the way the delivery. I, I wasn't thinking about how I felt. I was thinking about the way it was delivered to me. That's what was on my mind. I'll I'll leave it to you, Jeremy. Um, I found out about it first thing in the morning, and I said I'm not gonna say this or send this to anybody else. Mm -hmm. They can find out on their own. You you got up and I heard you go to work, and after I'd heard yeah. about it, yeah. and I was like, I'm well, not even gonna say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna mention this to anybody. I don't want to talk about it. Like, I'll say this, though. I thought I was numb to all this ever since Dolph died. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't numb to this. Yeah. The way I thought it was. Because it made me, like, it, it, I processed it. I've been processing it, processing it since yesterday. Mm -hmm. Since I heard it yesterday right. morning. I carried it with me throughout the day, thinking about it, listening to Migos in the damn car. I can't listen to them yet. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same way. Like, uh, yeah. it, 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 and it's just like, for me, the ultimate, a lot of mixed emotions, right? Mm -hmm. and it's not really a mix of emotions like good and bad. It's a right. lot of mix of negative the emotions. Bad and bad. Bad and bad. How emotions. you going to be on big? How you going to yeah. bad on bad? Sure. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of those emotions of just like, this aspect of Mama. our culture. I can't, I'm sorry. Where someone could lose their lives in moments of an acts of violence like this, mm -hmm. like this, full context. A gambling is being gamble. People are gambling. Guns get pulled out. Shots get fired indiscriminately. People are now dead over money, over ego, over what? What was so important that someone's life had to be threatened? By someone taking out a damn gun. What? Nothing. We nothing. know the answer. Nothing. Nothing. Some bullshit. Some BS. Nothing. Right? So, when I say being numb to this, this to me, this isn't a hip-hop or a rap thing. Mm -hmm. This is a culture thing. Right. A gun culture thing. A, a culture of people who come from underprivileged neighborhoods. Because it's not a, you can't even say this is a black thing. No. This happens in white neighborhoods, too. No. In terms of like, it may not be an artist or whatever, but we just we just seen we just seen a story about about a road rage incident where two dudes in Texas killed each other's daughters. Yeah, like yeah. Like, so this is a violence, a culture of violence thing. Violence and gun and gun control. My whole thing is fucking guns, bro. Yeah, guns, and, and it isn't. It's guns, but it's not really the guns. Guns. But the guns are the easiest things that we can solve. Guns and the immediate yeah. thing we can solve because we can't solve men's egos. Exactly, exactly, right? No, no pun intended. Migos, men's egos. Yeah, no pun intended. No, I mean, like it's 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 the guns. That's the immediate thing we could just be like, yo, motherfuckers can't be having guns like that no yeah. more because not because the guns are the problem, because their egos and all and their personalities guns and, and the human condition yes. is not capable of of running this operation. Yes, handling this. This started, because again, yeah. these arguments. These these moments of 
of high rage happen in all types of different communities. Yet when it comes to ours, and this is when it comes to our specific community, it ends in shit like this. Mm-hmm. This is such a hood story. Like, yeah. like I can't. Well, I, I want to say it was it was boys in the hood. Mm-hmm. When one of the scenes is the kids when, when young Trey is walking home from school, yeah. and he walks through a dice game going down that mm-hmm. goes bad. Yep. And one of the dudes gets robbed and beat up. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, don't, I don't think he got shot. He got robbed and beat up. I think mm-hmm. viciously. Mm-hmm. So like that's that that it's just motherfuckers drunk. Throwing money around that crowd, the, the people. Oh, come on, man! Just so much stuff in this, and it just leaves you with this feeling of we all have to do better. Prayers up for for Takeoff's family, his mother, his his, his siblings, his family who really—they're all family. That's the craziest shit about it. Yeah. They're family for real. Like family, yeah. for real. Blood, yeah. Quavos, Takeoffs, Uncle. Uncle. And, and then, take it, off and offset our second cousins. Our cousins. Like. All family. All family. Real goes, bro. Like, it's. Oh, my goodness. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's like. When are people going like. In like, what type of world we living in, bro? Like. Yeah. That like. And this all started dice game argument. And then I seen. I seen. Um, a, a snippet of a video where somebody like threw a punch, right? Somebody threw a punch and that started a scuffle. But very soon after that, shots were fired, like instantly. And it was like, whatever happened to, to people just fighting? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, swing. All right, you swung on them. Do y'all fight? Whatever, move on. But like instantly. Yeah. Instantly, and then what type of world are we uh, living in where it's like, where it's like, dog, this is like the me, you know, this is the Migos, right? Yeah, this is like Sprite commercials. Yes, Migos. like yes, like yeah. this is this is this is you can't get more mainstream. Yeah, the Migos are mainstream. They were culture, bro. Culture, this culture. We're NBA talking about celeb- Quavo Ce- at the celebrity, celebrity games. games. You're doing, we're doing like, Apple commercials, Google. The Migos are like the new Snoop. You get what I mean? Like yeah. they are marketers. They are yo uh, on some real shit. If you if you're going fully corporate, I'm gonna go fully Republican on this shit, dog. Yes, I'm really on some. You know what, dog? No, but Republican. They they want awesome. more guns. Awesome. Yeah, more guns, but also some more fucking police, nigga. Like y'all motherfuckers <laughs> so, are wilding too much right now. The dog. police. Yeah, <laughs> like, now refund the police and get them in the yo. Know, get them into the community. Yeah. These motherfuckers are killing the the dudes, like the artists. Period. Right. But it's really all the like, ones that like we look up to. Because if it, like, if it could be them, it could be. Any of yeah. us, yeah. Thus, thus taking away hope. Cause you, so there's people that are really, they're in that room, you're in that setting, and you're like, I, if something goes awry, I am willing to shoot indiscriminately at these people, knowing damn well that these people are very high profile people, and also, I am not gonna get One away with it. Also, I'm not gonna get away with it. Yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah, gonna get yeah. away with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, like, it's like the whole Nipsey thing. Yeah. You were so upset in that moment, so distraught, so thing, that I am going to kill Nipsey Hussle right in front of his store, in front of people where I know there's cameras, there's this, there's that, et cetera, et cetera. This is a great imbalance, and, and, and that's this is a great imbalance in all this, man. I don't know. People are not balanced, yo. They, 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 it's one thing to get angry. It's one thing to be upset, but to allow that 
energy to move you to the type of actions that it moves people to. You know what? Extreme actions, yo. Insecurity kills. The last thing I'm going to say, the last thing I'm going to say, ESPN literally just said this a minute, one minute ago, okay? I'm going to read this to you. Police announced that a 17-year-old male has been arrested in relation to the August shooting of Commanders Brian Robinson Jr., you heard about the, the dude from the commanders that got shot in the leg over the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A 17-year-old yeah. has just been arrested in that. And that segues to who was arrested in the death of PNB Rock. 17-year-old. A 17-year-old yeah, kid. Man. Where's the culture at? Uh, we know the we know where the culture's at right now. Where's the culture at? Where the culture's at right now. It's That's a mess. It. That's it. It's a mess. It, 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 it's I'm a saying. mess. And the thing about it is cleaning it up, from my point of view, it doesn't take that much. It, it, even if motherfuckers just go on the level, you know what? These are no longer these are no longer offenses punishable by death. Like straight up, I ain't killing somebody over an argument no. until after I sleep on it. Like, like, well, what do we do? Like, I mean, what do we do to reestablish like, like, like the the uh, the, the, the what you call the rules for dueling back in the day? Because dueling was legit. Like, no, you have to fill out a card. You have to meet me here at this time. We're gonna have someone from the town that'll watch. You want the fucking Geneva Conventions to? Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, something needs to be established, bro. <laughs> the Sokovia Accords, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I watch, I watched that movie with uh what's the homeboy who plays Jamie Lannister where um the guy who plays Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, yeah. Waldo Cost Costo. Yeah, he thing. plays in a movie here. Christopher where he gets like locked up. He's like a corporate banker or something like that. Mm. Gets locked up off off of a DUI incident where he killed oh, his friend. Shot caller. Shot caller, right? Oh. And by the end of Shot Caller, spoiler alert. He ends up being the main shot caller now, the mm, boss, mm. right? And but through the movie, you get to learn more about gang culture, how it works from like the prison system and out, mm. right? So what that says, like, yo, bro, like for the shot callers out there, like, bro, y'all literally set the rules for the streets, as far as like, yo, these people, like, like, like this whole checking in culture. How about everybody's automatically checked in? No. Because they mean too much. No, Jeremy. Because like, like, it's no, like the Jeremy, micro level, because, right? Um, it's like micro level versus versus macro level. The micro the micro level is yo, homeboy, he hoops. Yeah, protect he, him. We, yeah, he, yeah. we keep him he's safe not, on the streets. He's not in the streets. He's not in the streets, so we keep him safe, right? Right. These are the damn Migos here. Yeah. Everybody chill the fuck out. Because right. everybody's gonna be on their best behavior. Because you know what's gonna about to happen? Do you know what is about to happen? Yeah. Everybody's about to get indicted. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I thought yeah. I thought people were protected by I thought you were I thought this was Game of Thrones, my nigga. I thought I thought this was I thought you were protected by by what's his name when you yeah. got to Houston. Come on, man. What's on, what's that dude's name? I ain't even gonna worry. It ain't worth it to say. It ain't worth it to say. It ain't worth it to say. Because all that stuff but is y'all motherfuckers go over there check it in. All bro. that all that stuff is cap. Check bro. it in. And all that stuff, if takeoff can be murdered. Nah, let's wait. If Takeoff could get his fucking head blown the fuck off, what the fuck y'all checking in for? What are y'all protecting? Yeah. That's what I mean on like on, on some rich like nah, yeah, on some Republican shit. Where the feds at, bro? <laughs> Clean up, get these motherfuckers no, out of our all, community. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's get a them rap. out of our community. Because y'all bro. don't stand for nothing. And, and, y'all don't and stand to pivot for nothing. back to your point about these 17-year-old kids, 
Like I, I, I used to say that, say that half, half kiddingly, like for years, like y'all don't listen to so and so and so and so because they're a bad influence on me, such as sub art artists, right? But that, like, if it could put me in a mood that could get me so energized, I didn't go to the gym to work out. What other mood is it putting these kids into? Yo, who's, what ideas are being put to these kids? Who's, who's, who's making this music? Who's promoting this music? Careful, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs>